0: You
1: are listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Show, the leading word in pharmacy. You can find all of our episodes at www.pharmacypodcast.com.
0: Today's Pharmacy Podcast Show is sponsored by Pharmacy GPO. Pharmacy GPO is a unique pharmacy buying group dedicated to the financial success of independent pharmacies. For more information, please visit their website at www.pharmacygpo.
1: This is Robert Killeran with SNL Solutions, and you're listening to the Pharmacy Podcast. Hey there, pharmacy community. This is
0: Todd Urey with the Pharmacy Podcast. I have a returning guest, someone who um, I look up to throughout the industry as well as their company that they are dedicated to uh, much of the independent pharmacy world's health uh, from a business perspective. Um, Mr. Robert Killeran, Bob Killeran with SNL Solutions. Uh, welcome back to the show, Bob.
1: Good morning, Todd. Thanks for having me
0: back. Very welcome. So I'm excited about today's topic. Um, we have um, talked about this a lot over the last two years, and the, um, the topic has been refined by the SNL Solutions team, and this is the world of uh, independent pharmacy business and the assessment tool that SNL solutions has created and the whole concept of a timeout for any pharmacy business owner to make a profit assessment a business assessment a profit and loss assessment is um is makes complete sense to me and um I just want to dig into the concept I want to understand um how it was developed and um and then definitely get some examples from you Bob so um, opening it up from uh, from your point of view, talk to us today about the risk-free uh, profit assessment that um, that uh, you guys have designed.
1: The uh, the the no-risk assessment basically was uh, devised, if you will, um, approximately 12 years ago. Now, uh, actually, no, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, almost 14 years ago. Uh, My current business partner and I, at the time, were uh, working for two different organizations. And uh, we sat down, and at the time, pharmacy was going through one of its uh, early metamorphoses. Uh, There was a major proliferation of mail order, uh, a lot of regulation coming into play. And we were talking about the fact that... um, for both of us, the independent market was close to home. I had owned independent pharmacies earlier in my life, uh, as I do now, and uh, we, we looked at it and said, you know, what's the, the biggest issue that's facing the independents out there? A lot of it is just simply a lack of time and a lack of knowing where to start to really evaluate their business on a, on a, a snapshot basis initially. And then on an ongoing basis over time to make sure that it stays healthy, uh, that the, the key factors that can be managed are being managed. And uh, we sat down and we looked at what are the key indicators uh, to look at and how can you put together a relatively quick snapshot view of a pharmacy business and then take that and build off of it to help an operator fine tune what they already have as you put it, take that step back and look at things a little bit more objectively. We're all human, and the human tendency is to get so immersed in our day-to-day that it's very easy sometimes to not take that step back, and and you you end up missing the obvious. You end up missing what's really going on around you. Uh, You develop a bit of tunnel vision, for lack of a better term. And uh, We try to open that up and and get them looking from various angles to see, okay, what's really going on around me and what can I do to to help with that process and make sure that my business is remaining viable, uh, the controllables are being controlled, and I'm doing the right things to not only maintain and own a job, uh, so to speak, but also to build in profitability Longevity and and ultimately uh, even you know some type of a secession uh, you know turnover where there is that uh, you know that cash out at the end whether it be secession planning within the family or resale to another independent owner that you know can carry the ball. What I what I like about the
0: entire program is the track that SNL Solutions has built, and what I mean by that, listeners, um, is Bob and his team have designed a very specific uh, questionnaire draft that isn't hard to answer. It's stuff that brings things to your attention. And as a matter of fact, during the collection of information, it's going to open your eyes to things that, just like Bob referenced, you've just forgotten about because of how busy you are. As an independent pharmacy, you're running at 100 miles an hour. You're trying to run your business, you're taking care of your employees, obviously taking care of your customers, your patients, and things just get pushed to the side. This assessment is a timeout. It's a, it's it, it has you sit down and fill in this information, and then it's delivered to this team that has seen hundreds of these in order to make determinations that can can deliver that data back to you. And Bob, that's what's that's what's the most uh, um, favorite of mine is the fact that it's a very easy to understand track that you put these
1: pharmacy owners on. You know, nothing that we do, um, is complicated. Uh, and the reality of it is the simplest of concepts are typically the most impactful on, on any business. Doesn't matter whether it's pharmacy or any other business for that matter. Um, but, Again, a lot of times an individual focus ends up being on a limited scope and um, it tends to gravitate towards the comfort zone. Um, Anything that's outside of that comfort zone can tend to fall through the cracks and it'll be and I'll get to it when I get to it. Um, The the two examples that I use uh, most frequently are pricing, pricing of prescriptions and uh, reconciliation of third party claims it amazes me how many times we've done an assessment for a client, and one of the first things we notice is they've not looked at their pricing schematics since the pharmacy was opened, and markets change, people's perceptions change, the way you need to position yourself changes. Without paying attention to that, many times you're either creating an image where, without realizing it, um, every time somebody picks up the phone and calls your pharmacy uh, to to gain a price perception of your business, they're not getting the perception that you would want them to, and the realization is not there. Claims reconciliation, to me, it's remarkable, but I've gone into pharmacies that have been open for over 20 years that have never reconciled their claims remittances versus their checks versus their actual system claims. Uh, They are assuming that they're getting paid what they're seeing on the screen when they adjudicate a claim, the reality is, one to four percent of claims never get paid, and when you look at that, that can be the entire gross net profit margin. Excuse me, for that pharmacy, uh, it can be devastating if that money continues to drain out over a period of time. So these are just some of the simple things that we look at, um, and, and um, over and over and over again, we find that the task-oriented components of the business are the ones that tend to be least paid attention to they're not they're not fun they're not uh, you know they're not sexy so to speak Um, and the the tedium tends to be a turnoff so the focus ends up being on other things Uh, uh, the the customer service pieces the the day-to-day operations pieces uh, that that have a different feel to them and but the reality is where the money is is some of these behind the scenes issues Um, As you well know, Todd, procurements is another one. Um, You may believe you have a good contract with your wholesaler. Do you really? Um, An evaluation of that and and getting an objective look sometimes can be eye-opening. What you think is a good contract, what looks on paper to be a good contract, in reality, if you're not executing it properly or your vendor partner is not, can be a very poor contract so these are again some of the very simple things that we look at they're right there out front but sometimes just not in the tunnel of vision
0: yeah the um the idea that there is a group that has done like i said hundreds of these assessments you understand what to look for and what to dig into after this information has been delivered um I'm a pharmacy owner. I'm listening to the show. Uh try to give um an illustration of um of how long this process takes and um and basically uh take us through kind of a mock um assessment process and and if I'm a pharmacy owner and things are kind of uh jammed up with my pricing and my turns and possibly even my wholesaler um I know it's probably different for everybody but nonetheless how, what can I expect after um, after delivering this information? Uh, do I see changes in three months, six months, twelve months? Um, and then how often should I be doing an assessment of my
1: business? The answer to the last question I'll answer first and the assessment should be an ongoing process. Uh, once you stop, um, you're doing yourself a disservice and, uh, and and you're losing track of things. The the flow of the the assessment process is essentially once we establish contact with a client that expresses an interest in it, we send out a a profile survey survey book. Um, That book asks for specific business-related information. It's very simple, very straightforward. Doesn't take very long to fill out. But what it does is it gives us a very early snapshot of the status of the business, and in some cases, the status. Of the business owner. I've been astounded how many times we've sent these booklets out, and some of the very basic information that we're requesting, the pharmacy operator has absolutely no idea how to provide, which tells me right up front that it's not being managed, it's just kind of managing itself. Uh, once we receive the profile survey, we do an initial uh, conference call with the operator. Review what the findings were in the initial survey in a little bit more depth. It's a, it's a bit of a QA, a uh, little more of a deep dive. And then from there, if there's a, a belief that we can truly effect a positive result for this operator, uh, we will then schedule an on site assessment, which can range anywhere from one to several days, depending on the size and complexity of the business. Uh, Typically, it is several uh, just simply because of the the, the level of detail that we dive into when we're on site. And what we do is working with the operator and the operator staff, we spend the time in the pharmacy and everybody that's on my team. uh, Not only do they work as consultants, but our people still spend time practicing pharmacy in the community and independent setting. Uh, so that their knowledge is ground level as well as having management experience in their backgrounds. Um, We go in, we look very in-depth at how is this pharmacy conducting business on a day-to-day basis? How are they bringing in customers to replace the, the, the normal attrition that happens in any pharmacy? Three to five percent of your customers either die, move, or change pharmacies for one reason or another. If you're not replacing those, you're already dying. Uh, We look at inventory controls. Are there any controls in place? Or is it uh, the old-fashioned, well, I sold one, so I'll order three? Uh, We look at labor. We look at workflow technology. uh, And then some of the simple things, as I mentioned, uh, how long has it been since pricing has been looked at? What's the image that's being conveyed if I called this pharmacy today and did a price quote on half a dozen drugs? One thing that a lot of pharmacy operators don't realize, and you present it to them, and their eyes just, you know, open wide. Um, even though it's a third-party world, and, and the, the PBMs are paying for most of the prescriptions in terms of cutting the checks, the perception of most people is that if your retail cash pricing is lower, their copays are going to be lower with their insurance card. Even in a fixed copay situation. And these surveys have been done more recently by some of the associations. Um, what, what has come to light, and if they feel that you're giving them a better price when, you, when they do a cash quote, they're more likely to bring that prescription card in and move their business to you because they, again, think they're going to get a lower copay. So there's a, there's a lot of things that, that we look at in totality um, while we're in there. From there, we provide an assessment report. And what that does is it breaks out specific areas of the business, addresses things that are being done well, and things that could use some fine-tuning or complete overhauling if necessary. And then what that report, really the, the, the thrust of it is, not only do we come in as most consultants do and tell you everything that's wrong with your business, we then map out a process for here's what you can do to improve these things, and if you do... Here is the return on your investment of time, labor, and other capital dollars. Uh, so we're providing them not only with a, a roadmap of what to do, but showing them here's what the, the the very realistic returns are on that investment. Here's what it can do for your business in terms of profitability, in terms of uh, uh, customer gain, what, whatever the case may be. Uh, so that there there are tangible Benefits being documented in the in this uh, this report, um, we then can work with the operator to assist them in making whatever changes they need and to whatever level they uh, you know they wish to do so. I am going to use today as an example. I'm after we finish this uh, this session, I'm going to be departing to meet with a client. I did an initial on-site several months ago. Uh, The client embraced some of the changes, uh, did not embrace some of the key ones. They were outside of the comfort zone. Several weeks ago, we got a panic phone call. Um, Their wholesaler was putting them on credit hold, Uh, didn't know what to do, didn't know how it got to this uh, situation. We went in, did an initial assessment, and found out that through a computer conversion, Their pricing had been so skewed that they were giving prescriptions away below cost and didn't know it. Um, That opened the door to look at some other avenues, and the bottom line is there are a number of things that need addressed. So I'm going to go out later today and do a training session with this store staff. The pharmacist is a non-owner. I'm going to work to train his staff to uh, adjust for some of the things that we've identified as problematic and put the operational disciplines in place to prevent them from happening again now that we have him pretty well caught up on his past due accounts and and we have the the core problems identified. But this all started with the assessment profile where we realized that a couple of key pieces had been missed over the years. They had not been adjusted for and now has been reengaged because several of the specific recommendations that were made that had dollar values attached to them Weren't within the comfort zone, didn't get touched on. Hey, I have money in the bank. I'm fine until I don't. And now all of a sudden he didn't. Uh, So, you know, those are the types of things that we're we're seeing out in the marketplace and the type of experiences that we're running into. Uh, This is a situation where clearly we've already helped this gentleman. He was well behind, well outside of 60 days on his wholesaler account. He's now within terms. Um, We've been able to make some uh, negotiated adjustments to his account to get him a better situation overall in terms of payment terms and we've been able to make some cash flow adjustments and overall cost adjustments, expense adjustments within the pharmacy to put him on a track where he's at a good base. Now we need to take the next step and and really put the rubber to the road and get things moving so that he goes from just covering his bills and being at a, uh, you know, as I said, a ground level, ground zero level, to actually getting back to being in a profitable situation. And with his volume, it's a no-brainer. He should be very profitable. It's a very high-volume pharmacy. I'd,
0: uh, I'd like to add, um, SNL Solutions, this whole process takes you to a place, cleans some things up for you from a data perspective and understanding your business uh, from a profit and loss perspective. And, and, it, and it sets you. Uh, to basically restart in many ways Uh, before you invest in a marketing plan before you invest in a new computer system pharmacy management system before you buy that packaging system before you um, you know change major things in in staffing do your assessment take the time to fill the information out get the assessment done Put yourself back on an even keel per se, and now you're able to see things differently. You might even have some extra money um, to to make some of those changes and upgrades to your business, and it, and it basically resets the in, the in, the entire world of your business. Uh, Bob, that's that's my favorite part of this whole thing. It's a, it's a it's a clean
1: reset for these guys. It is. And, you know, we've had over the course of the last now uh, almost 10 years, we've had numerous situations where um, we've been brought in on these assessments. And it it ranges. Uh, It's it's an interesting uh, dichotomy. We have had operators that have reached out and said, hey, I'm making good money right now, but it would really be nice to have an outside set of eyes come in and take a look and tell me what could I be doing better, Um, what steps can I take to ensure that I'm viable over the long haul. It's ranged from that to the panic phone call of, oh, my God, I'm in trouble. What can you do yesterday to help me fix whatever's broken? Um, You know as well as I do that any tool that you have is only as good as how, how you use it. Right. Um, there is a wealth of data available, and I know you, you know your organization uh, has the ability to extract l- levels of detailed data that are just amazing. the The key to it all, however, is taking that data, understanding it, and then turning it around and making it into a useful tool to guide the process going forward. And that key piece, a lot of times, unfortunately gets missed. Um, I I, I think I can speak for for a lot of my colleagues. Sometimes the the data almost becomes overwhelming. Okay, I understand, I see this, but I can't relate it to the tasks that need to be taken at hand to actually take this data and translate it into tangible, positive results. And this is what we essentially try to do, whether it's taking the data that, that you generate uh, you know, on behalf of, of your clients and then working through with that data to help them, you know, improve their stead or extracting observational data that says, hey, it's very visible that this, this and this could be changed, adjusted or completely thrown out for that matter. And it would affect a positive result here, here and here. Uh, data is king. The interpretation, understanding, and and execution of the results of that data are the difference between success and failure uh, of that data, and that's what we try to bring into the equation here is we become that functional bridge between the knowledge base that an organization like yours brings to the table and what the pharmacy operator ends up doing with that knowledge As an end result and by filling in that gap so far we've been effective in being able to help some folks turn their businesses around do so uh, you know very quickly when you asked about timelines they can vary significantly depending on what type of issues are identified there are some that can be fixed immediately you know inventory controls can be put into place virtually immediately. Uh, and managing your costs down on uh, that regard, it can be a, a very quick fix. You're talking, you know, three to six months, you can affect a measurable result that puts money back into cash flow. Labor, again, can be a relatively uh, quick fix. However, just cutting labor costs is not necessarily the best way to go. It's adjusting. It's making sure that the right people are in the right roles, not just that, oh, I have less hours and less payroll to pay out. Everything, there's a there's a cause and effect relationship to everything that goes on. We have one client uh, up in the Northeast that we've been working with now for eight years, ultra high volume, family-owned group of pharmacies. They do more prescriptions per day than most pharmacies do in a week. And that when they contacted us, they were seeing an erosion in their year-to-year profit picture. We looked at where they were, and I never forget the first day I walked into the pharmacy. The pharmacy counter was huge. They were filling – in that particular day, they filled over 800 prescriptions, but to do so, they did it with five pharmacists and a half a dozen ancillary staff members. Their cost of labor was well above what their gross margin dollars were for that day, and they really did not understand that concept. It was, the business had been in the family for 70 years, and this is the way we had done things back in the days of you know 30 and 35 and 40 percent gross margins. Oh, this was just fine, and we made piles of money, but we don't understand what's happening now. It started with that. It's worked its way through technology upgrades, through learning how to use technology to replace labor as attrition occurred and as changes were made, repositioning people within the organization, um, being a little bit more task conscious and assigning tasks to people, expecting results within a particular time frame versus, well, whenever I get around to it just creating basic disciplines. Inventory was another big piece. Um, Their primary store uh, that was filling a large volume of business was only doing five turns on their inventory. And we're talking about a store that was averaging close to 750 prescriptions a day. Hmm. Um, When I walked into the pharmacy, when my team walked in, we could not believe the amount of dollars that were tied up in inventory. They're now at 23 turns. Uh, that did not happen overnight. It involved a change of culture, a change of mindset. It involved better utilization of technology. In fact, we completely re- re-systemed uh, their entire organization. Everything from IBR systems to Uh, new pharmacy management systems to new back-end accounting and DME systems. Uh, It was a long process. It was a very tedious and sometimes painful process. no conversion, no no technology rollout is ever completely seamless and painless. But the end result is, as their uh, accountant mentioned to me about six months ago, they've had their most profitable years for the last two years that they had had in over a decade. So that's that's the bottom line to it all. And yes, there was some uh, some work and some I'll use the term pain involved, but it was pain for gain. And I I think if we had to do it all over again, we would do the same thing. Bob, I want to thank you for coming on the show again. It's always uh,
0: enlightening to to listen to you and and hear the ideas. The profit assessment is something that we definitely endorse. We believe in. Um, It's it's a must for um, for. For uh, for pharmacy owners, in, in my opinion, and um, we very much uh, enjoy having you on, and definitely want to uh, listen to uh, to some of your ideas uh, in in a future show.
1: Oh, thank you, Todd. It's been a pleasure.
0: This is Todd Urey with the Pharmacy Podcast talking with Bob Killoran of SNL Solutions about the profit assessment tool. If you've listened to this show today and you would like some more information or possibly want to um, sign up for uh, the assessment, please reach out to the show. Uh, You can find uh, contact information up above, or if you're listening to the show embedded somewhere else, just go to pharmacypodcast.com, and uh, we'll get you uh, SNL Solutions information, and we'll take you through the process. And uh, we thank you for listening.